good evening now because it's a broadcast room. I hope I do not sound tired because I am very anyway. Good evening to you, precious. Yeah, good evening to you. To our late night episode. A very in fact it's it's very early hours of Thursday morning. Yeah, but this episode begins to go out on Thursday. Yeah, well, it's going to be a short episode, by the way. Um, we'll just talk about Premier League. I think there has been a lot of fixtures in the Premier League. Um, Aston Villa are currently 10 on the Premier League table. They won City just this evening. Anyway, last evening, yesterday evening. And um, they're currently 10 on the table. City are fourth. And if Spurs play tomorrow and win tomorrow, or, or today, this will be level on points with Spurs. And six points behind Arsenal, the league leaders. Now there was some talk about um, Pep Guardiola. I think it was his pre- it was his presser two days ago where he talked about how that winning the winning the league four times in six years and winning the treble while at it is not an easy feat, and that hard times will come <laughs> and that fans should adapt. Now he said that, and then when he was asked to predict was going to win the league, he also said they were going to win the league if they kept on playing. Like how they were playing, Precious. Do you think um, this is the season? I know it's still really early days, and, and now I don't have an opinion, but I'm going to ask you. Do you think this is the season where City will not win the league? Because I mean, you're missing key players. Kevin De Bruyne is out for an extended period of time. Lee Haaland doesn't yeah. seem. To... He's going to be back in January. Oh. De Bruyne is going to be back in January. Okay. And it's... City generally play well in January. They, they, their season literally like starts like in the new year. So, so you're still saying, you know, we talked about this stuff here when we met on Saturday. And I told you, I still think they are going to win the league. Why I think so is that last season it was basically a two-horse race, right? It was City and Arsenal, <laughs> basically. And you know, it was mm-hmm. United and Newcastle. But we we know that, you know, we're never in contention to win the league, right? So, mm-hmm. but this season, there are like five teams in the league that have a shot, right? That have a good chance of getting at least 70 points this season. So, okay. it's going to be tough. There is Liverpool, they've been scoring many goals. There's Arsenal, uh, they've had very good defence. Apart from the last game where they considered three to Luton, but I think I I think they had they this because I looked at the XG for that game, and I looked at the XG for that game, and that's not did not consider a lot of XG. It was just they ran me twelve going to goal in that game. Was that so? They ran me they ran me two errors leading to goal in that game. Yeah, I can't. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. What did you say? I said Raya. Raya made two errors leading to goal in that game. Yes, yes, he did. He did. That's true. So, so it was not. But generally, not like the defense said, problem for Arsenal, I think it was the goalkeeper problem. Yeah, but they considered is that they considered this is not the first game that Raya has, is making mistakes, right? So, but normally, like regardless of that, they don't concede a lot of goals. They have like a, a strong base. Right, so 
So there's that going for Arsenal. There's Aston Villa, who have been good since Emery joined, not just this season, right? So they've been really good. Um, there's also Tottenham, right? Who eventually will have their their um starting starting players like back, like Mickey Van Deven, who was the best defender in the Premier League before he got injured, right? So. They, they will have those players back and they will be dangerous again because they were top of the table before all of that happened. So, when that happens, you know, it's going to be like at least five teams that are of, I don't know, title winning quality. Because I feel like Tottenham will buy in January, right? With what Postico Glue has done, I think Daniel Levy will back him in January. Because there is a chance that with the way that they are playing, that they could get something this season. So I think Levy will back him. I think Hurricane's money was like it eased a lot of spending for Spurs, right? So they should have some money to invest in January. And if they do that, I see Spurs like being uh being competitive, right? So um, so I think generally it's going to be difficult for City to to win the league this season, but I still think that they are favorites. Yeah, because if, I, I if think... I'm to give like my own, my own biased opinion, I don't want him to win the league. I don't want Guardiola to win the league one more time because I feel like it's not been a representation of the quality in the Premier League, right? And especially now more than ever, right? I think this is the prime Premier League because you don't just have the best players in the Premier League right now. You have the best coaches, right? So, and that is why every game looks like, you know, a tactical battle, right? And now that goes down to even as far as um, the Lutons of the league, right? You can see that they are not just freestyling the teams. You get there is a plan. Every team has like a plan. We see how well that how well Everton have been playing, right? The, the aggression, you know, the ability on the ball, basically. Like before, you would be thinking, okay, if I'm playing a team that is in the bottom half, uh, you know, there will be a lack of technique, right? But right now, like, no matter who you are playing, like, you have to be very careful because they have one or two players that, you know, can really put on a show, right? And if you're not careful, if you don't want it enough, right, you are going to get beat. That is just it. Like, if they want it more than you, they are going to beat you. So that's just it. Anyway, I I, I was going to say, I think um, <laughs> it has happened for about three seasons in a row where Pep just goes on, like, a lot of win streaks. I think the last I remember was 11 straight wins in the league. That's 33 yeah. points. And <laughs> it's going to be really hard when that starts to happen. I hope it doesn't. Yeah, because that's no, no. Very... I, I feel like I feel like it will not happen this season. The Premier League has way too much quality this season. Like, it is ridiculous. Like, you you look at Fulham, for example. Like, look at that squad. Right, they're not even in the top ten. You understand? Like, like. Anybody that you look at, you look at Wolves, right? They have players that are nationals, like they play for their countries. Like, that's to tell you that, you know, this is 
this is quality, right? Even down to Burnley, right? Like, you have players that you know, in as much as probably compared to the Premier League, they are not they are not very good players, right? But those players are also internationals. Do you understand? Like, it's it's just it's a lot of talent, right? It's either the players are very experienced or they are very talented, like. And that's mad. I I have not even mentioned Newcastle, right? Like, you can go on a run, like, if there is not much quality, like, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and somehow it is showing that Pep is worried, right? He's not, you can see that he's trying things. Today, I think he played, there were six defenders in the starting eleven today. And that, I feel like he needed to do that because aside from the fact that Rodri was out due to disciplinary issues, right? Mm -hmm. That's five yellow cards. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He needs City to stop conceding so many goals because that is what worked for him last season, right? When he started playing the four centre-backs and stopped playing full-backs entirely, it was to give City a good base, right? Which is pretty much what... Arsenal is trying to do this season. Do you get? So, that is what Guardiola did last season. He stopped playing the fullbacks. That's when Cancelo got pissed and all of that. He stopped playing Cancelo and Walker even, right? And played four centre-backs. Now, that is for solidity. And he has done it this season, but he is still packing goals. Look at, he considered three to Tottenham, considered four. Was it four to Chelsea? Four to Chelsea. So, that is that is to tell you that even Chelsea with that squad is not in the top ten. Like I, I think they are tenth right now. Yeah, they are tenth. Right? But Chelsea probably are at the important. end of at the end of this uh, midweek, they'll probably not be in the top ten, right? So you have Chelsea coming to the eighty hard, right? I don't. I think it was as no, it was a Stanford Bridge, right? But Bridge. Chelsea was able to score four against Man City, and he played six defenders today. There was Akanji, Vadiol, uh, Ruben Diaz, uh, John Stones, Kyle Walker, Rico Lewis. That is six defenders, and he still considered against Aston Villa today. So. That in itself must be very worrying for Pep, right? So it's no longer a, you know, bringing De Bruyne and that's all. I like he needs to go back to the drawing board and maybe stick to the basics, like of of what he would want his team to do, right? So, but I think I think the best player for City this season has actually been Jeremy Doku so far. This yeah. season, so and that is say, yeah. If Pep that is worrisome because the players he could rely on last season, right, are not, they are not, they are not like showing up as much. Some players think, are not even there again. I think, yeah. I think Pep is missing Gondogan a lot because it's like Kovacic has come to replace Gondogan, and it's an entirely different. I mean, when he came, um, I know Pep wanted Declan Rice, um, Pep. Now, I mean, he's got Kovacic, and Pep kept on saying he can play the Kovacic role, but sorry, yeah, he can play like um, okay, Gundogan, but it's not working. And I think 
You know, no, he, he has not really tried it. When he when he was playing Kovacic, he was winning games. It was during the time that Kovacic got subbed off, and then he started this Bernardo Silva and Julian Alvarez thing, that everything started falling apart. Yeah, but but that's thing. Yeah, we don't know whether Kovacic can do it here, because usually if something is working, you're going to go back to it. Yeah, and. Yeah, but he didn't even go back to John Stone, so you can you cannot say with Pep, right? Because John Stone has been on the bench for how many weeks now? Yeah, but he's been and he only Stone. started today. I think he's getting slowly phased in back into the team. I think John Stone is the best defender at Manchester City. It's an, an opinion you could say Ruben Diaz, but I know I'm saying John Stone. It's very difficult to play midfield and still be very good at it. Yeah, so that's that's my opinion. I think John Stone's will start for City if he's completely fit. Yeah, and. For one, right, I've always said this thing when Ibadio was bought for 100 million or like 90 million or so, <laughs> right? Like, I've always said it that I'm not convinced, right, defensively, that he's very good and you cannot say that he's very good, like, going forward. I don't personally, I don't think he should be benching Ake because Ake, in a way, like, offers more going forward, like, you know, the goals and everything. Just basically attacking position, right? So, he does that very well, but Vadil is, is always stuck, like, which is why Pep refused to pay, play him centrally, right? Because he he does not clearly know what to do, right? He does not know the kind of player that he is, whether he's, you know, one that is maybe defensively sound or attacking sound or even at least good in possession. He does not receive the ball well, right? And there were so many instances. When Leipzig were trashed last season by by Man City, right? That trashing, was it 7 new or 7-1 or something? I don't know. Last season. Oh, he did not he did not he did not carry himself as a 90 million defender. Right? So and we can go back to the World Cup. We saw what Messi did to him. That is not a 90 million defender, right? Because that was not Messi, like, weaving through players. He just turned, and Gvadio just started following him to the post. Like, that is that is not... It does not tell me, okay, you know, you are the kind of defender that, you know, that trusts yourself you get in these duels. Like, you can't catch, like, ancient Messi, like, coming down the byline. It's not even, like, in central areas you get like you have one job so it's crazy like i don't i don't think this that city have themselves figured out and aside from the starting 11 right now even on the bench if you check the injury list or anything there are not a lot of attacking options like it's usually midfielders and defenders on the bench and you know no alternatives to Haaland, right and which is why, in my opinion, Julian Alvarez should should maybe be tried as an impact substitution, right? At least for a few games. In the sense that if it's not working for Haaland, you alternate him you alternate him with Julian Alvarez. Do you understand? Like putting Alvarez up front and you know, try to play with that system instead of having the both of them in the same eleven because Alvarez is not an attacking midfielder. Yet he's just not an attacking midfielder. He's not going to be. 
he does not play the passes that an attacking midfielder should play, and he does not carry the ball well. One thing I know that he has is good technique, right? He has really good technique. So, but he does not play that attacking midfield role because as an attacking midfielder, you're the one that should spot the pass early. You get if there is something yeah. to do, you have to be the one to do it. And he doesn't do that. So, there's no point. Fodim, Fodim can play that role. I don't know why Alvarez is being asked. Fodim played that role in the Champions League final and we all saw what happened. Mm-hmm. Right? He plays that role very well. Right? Why don't you have maybe Doku? You can have Doku on the right, have Grealish on the left. Yeah. Right? And then, put it through the middle. Yeah. Then, you can now bring in Alvarez as an impact sub or at least leave Haaland on the bench for a game or something like Just give him a breather. Man, that guy has been playing every week. Right? So just give him a rest and then, you know, try something else, maybe with Alvarez as the striker. You know, let Haaland get hungry. I know who he is. He's, he's always going to be hungry, but, you know, maybe just give him a rest. So, so basically what I'm saying is, like, going on a run now, let's say in a week where you... Because... You know, if I listen, Liverpool came to Etihad, Tottenham came to Etihad. In next year, right, or at least maybe later this year, towards the ending of the year, Man City will eventually have to come to Anfield. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. So, Man City will eventually have to come to um, Tottenham. Right. So, they by the way, have... I just want to say, I don't think the Tottenham Hotspur system is very scary. <laughs> you don't think what? I don't think that stadium is very scary. Yeah, I mean, we used to United. Probably we, we performed used to go and win them almost. Apart, apart from the sixth one, obviously, but we used to go and win them almost every time till this season. Again, we yeah, that's true. But, but you know that that is United. Tottenham have a good record against Pep, which is why mm-hmm. I left Son in my team when Tottenham were playing Man City because. Tottenham always score Man City. Like, and it's always Son. I think there was a record where he had like nine goals in 11 games in the past 11 games against Man City. So, like, Tottenham are always dangerous to Man City. I don't know if you remember, even when Kulusevsky came uh, newly that time, that dying minute, he's always dying minute something. <laughs> so, Tottenham are actually, they actually play very well against Man City, especially son right like they do not like those quick combinations which is what chelsea did to them you get when there's a turnover playing quick passes and you know getting into a counter-attacking mode right i will give you three scenarios the first one was um that stun that brian gill made right that started that counter-attack that son finished off right mm-hmm. once you are able to break that first line of Man City's intended press. Because once they lose the ball, they try to squeeze immediately, right? So, if you play combinations, because it's very difficult to dribble out of the press, right? But Bragi was able to do it. But you're usually not able to do that. So, in Chelsea's case was, you know, give it to Galaga, receive it back, then play the ball to the wing right? And then maybe somebody centers it and then something happens, right? Now, but I guess for Tottenham, it was Brian Gill 
dribbling, which somebody that I think that is actually one to look out for. Brangio, he looks so talented, right, on the yeah, ball. He, he, the he was signed as, as a, a probably yeah. going to be award beta. For so, them. he actually he actually looks good. So, he took that ball. Foden did not commit, right, not commit on time. If there was a Rodri, maybe, Rodri would have maybe um, um, done it, like committed a tactical foul, mm-hmm. right? But Foden didn't do that. So, Brangio spread that ball wide, right, and that was it. And Doku was, was unsure of what to do. You know, he's an attacker in a defensive situation. So, it always almost happens, right? So, and someone was able to finish that off. Against Chelsea, we saw the combinations in midfield that turned the game into a counter-attacking situation. Um, so, that really shows that there is, like, this season... There is a way that is working against Man City, right? And and I think Pep is trying. He's trying his best not to be alarmed, right? He's hoping that the players are going to just eventually show their quality. But I think more is required in the Premier League right now. <laughs> anyway, we have to. I, I I think we should leave City. We've talked about City for twenty one minutes. Yeah. Let's just. I I think True. because I'm already falling asleep. Let's just run through the results. Um, of I think this game week is over. Anyway, Spurs have not played yet, but uh, most of the games have gone in. Um, let's start from the top. Um, Arsenal won. Listen, Town four goes to three. Um, second is Liverpool. Did did they win their game today? By the way, yeah, they won. Okay, yeah, yeah. Um, Virgil Van Dijk scored goal for Liverpool, so Liverpool won their game. Third, Aston Villa. Of course, Aston Villa won Manchester City. Fourth Manchester City, we've talked about that. A fifth position, there is um who is a fifth position? Um oof. is it fifth position? Yeah, is that not Tottenham. No, no, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Spurs are Spurs are fifth, Spurs have yet to play. Um six Manchester United United won Chelsea yesterday. A game, by the way, but I have the opinion that the game could have ended at but it's four goals. By a goal difference of four goals to United, we're just missing chances. I don't want to talk about it. The misses kept on coming in, coming in, coming in. Yeah. And just by Hoyland, I mean, there are crosses this week. I don't even say yeah. Hoyland was not attacking his box. Too. I don't know why. No, no, no. That that was not the case. Those crosses were not. They were not good crosses. Still, I don't know why. He was not even don't... he was not even moving to start it. No, he was. For the McTominay, the second goal that McTominay yeah, scored, for I example, right? He was there. I know. Right? He was that was the only just one he was there. there. Mm-hmm. He was there. Now the crosses that Ganacho tried to play, none of them were on target. Like that is not that is not where the striker is going to be. And then most of these things were like shots like i don't even know it was as if they never okay all those all those chances that were created none of them were created for him right when anthony was with with hoyland like at some point i was asking is it that these guys they don't just want to create for this particular person because every other person gets chances like there is no other person that was not getting a chance bruno got his chance mctominay got his chance Ganacho got chances, right? But 
it never got to Hoyland, and that is something that is off. Like, you need to feed your striker, like, and that is just it. There's nothing after that. It's just anyway, a clear statement. Let's you need to feed your striker. Leave the rest and for one, I think that Chelsea really missed Gallagher. I knew they were going to miss him because I think he's been the best player for them this season. And they didn't have him. He's number one recovering the ball, number one chances created, number one interceptions, all of that. So and he wasn't there and he showed because there was just so much disconnect. Anyway, I really right. want to walk past that game. <laughs> yeah. Newcastle have not played yet, and Brighton won their game today against uh, who did, against, against Brentford. Brentford, yeah, against Brentford, two goals to one. And West Ham have not yet played; just lost to United. Brentford, of course, lost. Fulham won their game, five goals to nil. Is that how that game yeah. ended? Yeah, Fulham won five goals to nil. Um. I don't. I really don't know who. Won. It will be scored twice. Yeah. Menes scored twice. I really don't know who Wolves and um Crystal Palace played. Um. Did Wolves play Crystal Palace? No, I said I don't know who they played. I think Wolves yeah. played Bournemouth and lost. No, Wolves won. I think Wolves played Burnley. Okay. Um. I so Bournemouth played Nottingham. Am, am I missing something? It was Fulham that played Nottingham Forest. Bournemouth, Bournemouth played Crystal Palace. Yeah. They won Crystal Palace today. But Bournemouth won Crystal Palace to go to nothing. Lawson Town lost to um, Arsenal, of course. We talked about that 4-3. Everton have not yet played. Burnley and Sheffield United lost their games. Sheffield, by the way, are the first Premier League team to sack their manager. Yeah. It's going to start happening very soon. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, I I think we should go. There is the talk about Eric Ten Hag and his job security at United. I think this game has scared his job. This was this was a really good game. Like I said, game should have ended by six goals. Funny stuff, you actually created five big chances and missed all of them. We did too and missed all of them. But still, um, we had more shots on target. We had I mean, I I think there were times where, for example, the ball um Orana played into Ganacho. That all he had to do was either slow himself down and win a penalty or just yeah. shoot. And then the... I think his shot is always very weak. Yeah. And that's something about him. Like his shot is always weak. He does not shoot with power. It's as if it's just there. And he needs a stronger shot, especially if you're going to shoot across the goalkeeper. Mm-hmm. You need to shoot with power. And the, you know, there were there were a lot of chances. There was even one where um Robert Sanchez played the ball straight to Anthony and Anthony played McTominay in. Yeah. McTominay, yeah, not McTominay tried to play it with his left foot oh, oh instead of passing to his striker or anybody in my FPL. <laughs> anyway, there was that. There was I, I think there were a lot of of course Bruno Fernandez missing. I that was a very bad penalty, by the way. And terrible. The, the, the goalkeeper did not move and he saw it. He Bruno saw that the goalkeeper did not move. When we're drawing a game. Like the Bruno I know is going to play at, on like at the roof, so that you don't stand the chance to save the ball. Anyway, that happened. Um, I think we should really go. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to follow. Yeah, we can just talk about maybe the games, the games of the weekend. You know, just okay. Um, games. Of... 
United Newcastle. I really don't want to talk about that game. <laughs> no, no, not the previous. I'm talking about <laughs> games that are coming, the coming weekend. I just like that there's so much football to talk about, like to actually watch. You know that if you if you are if if you probably you should probably um get your decoder subscribed because this is the festive season and my goodness the Premier League is not even calming down. So there is that. Um, I'm trying to pull up the fixtures for the weekend. I right, here we go. Um, of course, um, Everton have not played yet. Everton play Newcastle tomorrow by 8.30. Tottenham play West Ham by 9.15. On Saturday, December 9th, Crystal Palace play Liverpool. Brighton play Burnley again. United play Bournemouth. Sheffield play Brentford. Okay, no, no. We are Brighton, Brentford now. Brighton, Burnley. Wolves, Nottingham Forest. Aston Villa, Arsenal. Look out for that one. Um... On Sunday, Everton play Chelsea, Fulham play West Ham, Luton play City, Spurs play Newcastle. And that's all of the fixtures. My birthday, by the way, is on Monday. <laughs> Happy birthday in advance. Thank you. And I think it's time to sleep because hey, mm, the less said, the better. But yeah. <laughs> yeah, thank you guys. Yeah, thank you so much. Good night.